What up, world? This your boy Ace, a.k.a. Boss Man Cuddy, a.k.a. Mr. Steal Your Broad. This is the 502 Come Up, and we are reporting live from the 502. You dig? Uh, excuse me, man. I've been having sort of a toothache. Man, I got to get to the dentist. This shit's been killing me, man. But how y'all been doing? I know everybody enjoying this warm weather we got going, man. <clears throat> man, it's a beautiful thing to see the sun shining, birds chirping, dogs barking, all that old good shit, you know. Neighborhood kids out here playing, living their best life. Uh, shit, man, I remember back in those days, coming in the house 2 o'clock in the morning, out playing manhunt or... You know what I'm saying? Nigga knock or whatever the fuck. You feel me? Yeah, man. Summertime. Can't wait. Barbecues. Ah, I'm there. You dig? <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. But today, man, we going to get into it. We got We're going to talk a little bit about sports. We're going to talk about a little bit about motherfucking uh, the music, what's going on, the entertainment and whatnot. And we definitely, most definitely gonna touch out about my man Nipsey Hussle, man. Um, you know, we, yeah, <clears throat> I'm a, you know, I'm gonna entertain, you know, every aspect of the situation, the, the theory aspect of things, the realistic aspect of things, and, you know, my opinion, um, but yeah, we most definitely go. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Touch, uh, touch on that, man. Uh, that 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 really fucked up the culture. But um, yeah, let's get into it. <clears throat> so anyway, we gonna jump. <clears throat> excuse me, y'all. Gotta take a sip of this water, man. God damn. Hey. All right, anyway, let's get into it, man. <clears throat> Y'all know we got to talk about my Lakers. Ooh, yeah, man. Uh, a lot of drama is uh, surrounding, you know, the Lakers right now, the whole organization. Um, <clears throat> you know, like I said time and time on this show, um, you know, it seems like the people in the front office and even the players, they uh, they they get too too caught up in what the media got to say. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know they only human, you know, and you know, motherfucker on Instagram, we see a motherfucker comment, you know, we got to clap back or we got to you know do some passive aggressive shit you know what i'm saying so i guess that's only by you know that's only human nature um but i i i don't know man i, <clears throat> I just i just feel like a lot of you know things that they're doing and how they're going about um you know the anthony davis situation um you know and other things like that surrounding LeBron James, uh, you know, being toxic and falling off this, this you know, late in his career and, 
his injury. There's no excuses for that. He's just supposed to be this almighty LeBron James, and he's supposed to pull through anything, any adversity, you know, the He's not human. That's basically what the media is trying to portray him to be like. He's just, you know, the guy went eight straight finals, and it's still not enough. You know what I'm saying? It's it's still not enough. You know, they like, oh, my God, LeBron done missed the fucking playoffs. He's 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 felling off. He's, he, he's no longer the best player in the world. Like, damn, how many players that y'all are talking about are the best players? At this moment, Steph Curry, KD, Kawhi, all these guys. How many of them been to eight straight finals? You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. And you ain't going to sit there and tell me that the Golden State Warriors doesn't make it to the motherfucking finals that KD's going to be called uh, a bad, uh, well, I don't know. The media's kind of fickle. You know what I'm saying? They, they'll fuck around and turn on the nigga. Good or bad, so shit, I ain't even gonna say that, but yeah, man, it's <clears throat> it's just like I said, it's a lot of bullshit, you know. Um, the media coming out because LeBron's doing this space jam too, you know, it's a lot of controversy about that, and uh, and a lot of players, well, I'm not gonna say a lot of players, but I guess a uh, certain few players came out and said, you know, I just want to focus on basketball and I don't really want to get into the Hollywood side of things, and that's totally understandable, you know, other people might not have that same vision, you know what I'm saying, it's only two or three known players who have production companies, you know what I'm saying, and that's Kyrie, KD, and LeBron, Um, so, I mean, having to be a part of Hollywood it's it's not you 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 don't have to do that you know um because that's not what you came into the league to do you know what i'm saying that's not your crap that's not your goal you know other people have different goals and aspirations you can't fault a motherfucker for not wanting to do the same thing as the next person shit but that don't mean that lebron's a a bad teammate or Nobody wants to be with him. He's uncoachable. No, that's ludicrous. That is fucking ludicrous. You know, how often do you hear a player coming out saying, no, nah, I don't want to play with LeBron. He's he's just this terrible player. Paul George was willing to come to Cleveland if LeBron was willing to commit. Okay. Anthony Davis clearly wants to come play with him. Joel and B wanted to play with him. So let's get this notion out that LeBron is just this bad teammate. Nobody wants to play with him, and he hasn't, you know, he's uncoachable. First of all, the coach situation, there's not even, there's only a handful of great coaches that can really coach LeBron. All these other peon-ass niggas, LeBron's surpassed them as far as basketball IQ and success. You know what I'm saying? How many coaches right now have been as a player or a coach, besides Popovich, been to eight straight finals. You know what I'm saying? That shit's not easy to do. So for LeBron to accomplish that, 
you know, you gotta you gotta tip your hat. And you know, our exposure since LeBron left ain't been to the playoffs. Teron Lue, shit by the grace of God, done made it four times. And that shit didn't turn out so good because you went one and three. Pat, I mean, Eric Spolcher at least gave the man two and two. One and three, and the Lakers is talking about he's a front runner? You got to be out your goddamn mind. You might as well keep Luke Walton. You do not get rid of no motherfucking uh, Luke Walton for no goddamn Teron Luke. This guy was having panic attacks in the middle of the goddamn season. I don't want to see that shit again. And you reportedly want more money? Man, if you don't sit your ass down... And be happy with the success that you got. Come on, man. Come on, man. You put that man on any other team in the league. See how far he goes. Come on, man. See how far he goes without a superstar. The dude got fired nine, ten days after the motherfucking season started. After LeBron left. That shows that dude ain't capable of uh, running a basketball team. You know what I'm saying? And his record in the finals is weak. I don't want to see that shit. If it's not Mark Jackson, you keep Luke Walton. You don't bring a Jawan Howard or a motherfucking Jason Kidd. If it ain't Mark Jackson, oh, and Avery Johnson. If those two brothers, if you're not going to bring one of those two in, then you keep Luke Walton and see what it do. You know what I'm saying? Just try to go and get your free agency. You feel me? Why 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 try to break it up and, and, and try something new this late in LeBron's career? You know what I'm saying? Nanny's about to have to adjust to another coach. You know, that'll be shit, hold on. Sposha, uh Teron Lou, uh Mike Brown, Black, Walton. LeBron, LeBron's done had about five or six coaches in his career, man. And the next one will make seventh. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Not this late in his career. And then you talking about him playing off the ball in his 17th season. Yeah, that'll be ideal. But that is not likely. He's too comfortable at doing what he's doing. He's best at doing what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? Now, I do agree if he would put some trust in, you get him a trustworthy point point guard, you know, to, where he can handle the rock majority of the time and LeBron just freelances. Oh, man. Duke can go for a scoring title. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, he's 6'8". With that speed... And the agility to jump over anybody? Oh, man. I'm definitely looking forward to Zion and LeBron's matchup, man. That's that's going to be beautiful, man. That's, that's, that's going to be exciting to see, man. Oh, my God. Oh, my fucking God. But, yeah, man, I just, I really hope that they get it together. You know what I'm saying? Because I believe whatever decisions that they make moving forward this offseason, will determine LeBron's future with the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? Who they acquired this offseason. And LeBron said he's pretty confident that they're going to acquire, you know, somebody. Um, and, you know, he's excited to see, quote, unquote, who hops in the car with him. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm excited for them. I would like to see Kyrie and LeBron reunite. Um, you know, that that would be nice. But you don't bring back a fucking Teron Lue. It's either Kyrie or Teron Lue. I don't want to see Cleveland all over again. You you can cancel that. You know what I'm saying? You can cancel that. You need to bring Mark Jackson in and, you know, go get you some, some top-tier players in this free agency, a couple of veterans that you can get for the low, and, and, and you make your run. You know what I'm saying? Brings back some of the guys that you got this season, possibly make a couple trades, Try to get something in the lottery, you know, and, and, and keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? Um, but the notion that LeBron and Magic, those guys are failing and they just don't know what they're doing. This is just a bad and turmoil. It's, it's, just, it's, it's just not good. Uh, it's nonsense. Magic said give him two years. This upcoming season will be his second season. So let's give him another chance. See what he does this offseason because he did let, land LeBron James. So let's see what he do this offseason and judging by that. Let's see where, how far LeBron can carry with a co-star and a couple other role players and, and judge him on that. You know what I'm saying? I think it's a little too, a little too quick to judge him based off of what when what transpired this season, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, because, I mean, shit's going to get better, man. But I want everybody to keep that same energy, man. Uh, yeah, another news in sports, man. We got Cal Corver coming out with a message talking about uh, how he feel about racism and being a privileged white man in America and, you know, um, he should, he feels like, you know, he should do more for the, for the community, not just his own, and these are not his words, I'm paraphrasing, um, but, you know, my, my, my thing is this, you know, I applaud him for that, you know what I'm saying, but all these white men and, you know, the white race period, they, they they know, you know what I'm saying? They not blind. You know, they 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 know how we being mistreated, you know what I'm saying? They know how our culture has been uh hoodwinked, you know. This ain't no fucking surprise. They not stupid. You know what I'm saying? So for you to come out and, and do this, like I said, you I applaud you, you know what I'm saying, for that, but at the same time, man, like I, I don't get, like, you know, what are you going to do forward? Like, you know what I'm saying? What I mean, how are you going to change as a person and change the people around you and they thinking, the people in your community? Like, you know what I'm saying? Are you and all the other white athletes out there that's screaming pro-black and we need to unite and do the right thing, are y'all gonna really go to y'all communities and these cookouts that y'all have with y'all buddies and be like, man, you know, we really need to start treating these black men and women like they our own, you know what I'm saying? Or y'all gonna sit there and make jokes behind closed doors like, ha these dumb monkeys out here killing themselves and 
you know, they a bunch of addicts, welfare, no good. You know, y'all, y'all, y'all how they talk. You know what I'm saying? Just like we talk. You know, black people talk, Chinese people talk, we all talk. You know what I'm saying? Everybody talk. It ain't no secret. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, I mean, like, are y'all really just going to keep writing heartfelt messages in the media to make it seem like you're understanding and, you know, you're a part of the struggle and you want to fight for the culture? Like, come on, man. But look, look, we, we, we tired of that. We don't need no more vouchers. We already know that y'all know and recognize the situation. You know what I'm saying? As any in any profession, you know, whether you racist or not, you under you you recognize the shit. You know what I'm saying? So me personally, I feel like man, you ain't gotta make it public. Just just do it. Just make a difference, and it'll show. You know what I'm saying? It'll show. It'll resonate through. You know, other people. Like, yeah, man, Cal Corbett's done really made a change, man. He's done, you know, he's done really stepped out. And, and, and yeah. Uh, but, like I said, I, you know, I, I applaud my man. Um, but at the same time, it's, you know, it, 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 ain't, it ain't, you know, jump for joy. Like, uh, okay. You just another man that publicly recognized what what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And uh I mean shit. Like I said, I appreciate that, but at the same time we need more. We need more, man. Um yeah, man, but shit, playoffs is coming here soon. They got yeah, man, them teams balling, man, balling. Uh, shit, since my Lakers didn't make it, I'm, I'm rooting for my man, Donovan Mitchell. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm rooting for him. Your boy, Hurl, you know, up in the Clippers. Uh, shit, who else, man? Uh, D'Angelo Russell up in the Nets, the Nets, you know, because he's from the city, so... Yeah, definitely shout out that boy because he is balling like no other. And I am so pissed that Rick Patino passed up on that guy, man. But yeah, man, we definitely, we most definitely, uh, we rooting for you, my baby. We we most definitely won't see you succeed. And it's uh, yeah, man, it's it's good to see young brothers from the city, you know, out here doing their thing, man. Uh, shout out to your boy Ray Spalding, man. That he's been balling for the Suns, man. Uh, and I told people, man, Ray's gonna be nice. He's he's gonna be a nice a, a nice little four. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, he get his his footwork together. You know what I'm saying? Get a little jump shot. You know, dude to be he'll be nice. Uh, so yeah, man. Shout out to Ray Spalding. Uh, Let's see. I'm sorry, man. There's so much on my mind, man. Uh, and I'm just trying to get it all out there, man. I don't want to take too much time up into the sports, man. Uh, but, yeah, man, I'm definitely looking uh, forward to my man's them balling. Uh, Terry Rozier for the Celtics. I can't forget about him. Scary Terry. 
Shit, I hope the Lakers pick you, my baby. <laughs> Come to the Lake Show, man. Real talk. Uh, God damn. And anyway, in other news, and other news, we're going to jump right into this entertainment one time, though. Uh, your boy, Jesse, uh, Jesse, I, I don't even want to fuck up dude's name, but your dude from Power, I mean Empire, uh, that, that was in that little incident, um, is being sued by the city of Chicago, um, and they want their bread. <laughs> um, and dude is basically like, fuck him. Uh, he, he's not paying up a dime. You know, this is about to become a civil suit. So, yeah, I'm going to try to keep y'all updated on that. Um, shit like that, I really don't, I'm going to be all the way trill. I really don't give a fuck about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew it was some bullshit from the beginning, you know. Um, but it is what it is. Like I said, I'll keep y'all updated as most as I can. Uh, but like I said, I don't really report a little bullshit. I, I'm going to try my best not to report a little goofy shit like that. Uh, in other news, shout out to my girl Cardi, man, with your sex ass. I, my bad offset, but yeah. Uh, shout out to Cardi, though, one time. Yes, Lord, she made triple platinum for her album. Yes, man, I'm, uh, yeah, that's, she's doing it for the culture, most definitely, man. She, she's, she's showing what hard work and dedication will really get you, you feel me? I ain't gonna flex. When I first seen her, Back on uh, Love and Hip Hop now. I don't want, don't get it twisted. I don't watch these shows, you know. Of course, I was with a little female friend, and you know she be into that shit. So I, I remember Cardi B on one of them episodes, and you know what I'm saying most of them bitches be on there trying to rap and you know all this whole other shit. And it's like, man, half them ain't even talented. Like, come on, man. This is just all entertainment. So I didn't really think she would blow up as big as she did. But she she's definitely, definitely doing her thing, man. So shout out to Cardi motherfucking B. Yes, Lord. Do your goddamn thing, baby. Uh, let's see. What else, man? Oh, ha. My man Kodak motherfucking black. God damn it. God damn it, Kodak. Listen, man. Uh, I got to take in consideration that Kodak's young. You know what I'm saying? And I was young once. Um, I was watching a video clip on YouTube where it was an OG, I guess, checking T.I. on how he was coming at uh, Kodak Black. And I, I, I kind of, you know, I mostly agree with him. You know what I'm saying? I kind of feel like T.I. could have, instead of going to, to, to the media with him, he could have, you know, contacted, you know, uh, Kodak. You know what I'm saying? Via phone. Uh, I don't think it should have resolved to the media. Like I said, they can... It's the industry. They know how to get in touch with one another. You know what I'm saying? It's, 
that's that that's not you know that, that's not hard. Now whether he wanted to or not, that's on him. But I felt as the OG, he could have came to him and pulled him to the side. You know, me personally, if I got an issue with a nigga, you know, cause I know how motherfuckers is when it's a crowd around. And motherfuckers get to hyping them up and blowing the situation up when you could just simply, a lot of shit would get squashed if you could just simply pull the motherfucker to the side, man. Hey, I don't need all this. I don't need no, you know, no, no entourage. I don't need no motherfucking audience. You know what I'm saying? Look, I'm gonna talk to you man to man, man. What you doing is out of pocket. If you got some, if you feel some type of way, we can address it right now. You feel me? And if you feel like we can throw them hands, we can do that. But we ain't got to have no audience. It's between me and you. And we can shake hands after and go our way. You feel me? Um, like I said, I just think that uh, he could have he could have handled it a little bit differently. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I guess he just wanted to show. But I, I think T.I. was trying to show the world that, you know, as a as an icon in the culture and respect out of lowering them, you know, I'm going to show the, the people, I'm going to check you, you know what I'm saying? As the OG, like, you, you got to get checked, like, you know, that, that was out of pocket. I'm going to let the world know that you was out of pocket and you need to fix it. Um, but like I said, it could have went a whole different way. And by Kodak Black being young, you know what I'm saying, he's going to respond like a young nigga would. Like any of us would if some somebody's, you know, so-called checking us, you know, a motherfucking pride is everything, so it's like, god damn, you could have came to me a whole lot different, I would have respected the fact you picked up the phone, hey, yo, hey, yo, young blood, you know what I'm saying, however you, hey, my little dude, you know, that, that shit was out of pocket, you know what I'm saying, and I, I need you to go on the internet, I need yourself, I ain't gonna get into it, I ain't, you know what I'm saying? But I need you to fix that, bro, publicly. You do that. I ain't going to do that, but I need you to do that out of respect for Nipsey and Lauren. You know what I'm saying? And Kodak's apology would have been more heartfelt and sincere versus him being on defense like, hold on, nigga. I'm going to apologize, but I don't want want to make it seem like y'all making me apologize. You know what I'm saying? Because if it was something like just man-to-man, Look, I'm going to sincerely say, look, I fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, rest in peace to Nipsey, man. I ain't, I ain't mean none of that. You know, he, like I said, he came defensive. Like, you got all these niggas coming at you like Kodak. And, you know, you, you, you a young dude and you seeing this shit. And other people seeing this shit. And it's like, damn, y'all, y'all really call yourself checking me. Ain't no man gonna appreciate that, you feel me, ain't no man out here gonna appreciate, I wouldn't, you know what I'm saying, I wouldn't, and I'm an average ass dude, you feel me, every day, nine to five working ass nigga, and if a nigga get on Instagram or whatever social media platform and and get on there and tag me on some shit, and he know he can contact me, ah, yeah, yeah, even if I was out of pocket on some shit, but that's the way you come at me, you, you like, yeah, I'm going to definitely be on the defense side, like, I'm definitely not, I'm, I'm not fucking with that, you know what I'm saying, um, so, 
man, I, I just hope it ain't no more, no more beefs. We don't need that. You know what I'm saying? Just, just out of respect for for what, what's going on and you know throughout the culture right now. Um, <clears throat> and I just do believe, like I said, man, we 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 just need to really come together and and really guide these young niggas. You feel me? Instead of trying to come and. You know, be that authoritative and aggressive. I'm, I'm older, so respect me. You know what I'm saying? That type thing. Nah, man. Get these young niggas the gems. You know what I'm saying? Like, you feel me? Drop the jewels on them. You feel me? You know, we we so against each other, man. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, you know? Like, it, it's ways of, of going about shit, you know? And communication is key. And it's all about how you come to a motherfucker. And we as black people are already aggressive, you know, by nature. You know what I'm saying? Because of the environment that we have been put in. You know what I'm saying? We are already naturally aggressive people. So, like I said, it could it could have been it could have been handled a whole lot differently. Um, but yeah, man. <clears throat> Hopefully, you know, uh, it don't get it, it don't go no farther than the internet and everything cool down. I know a lot of emotions is is steamed from the situation, but you know, it, it you know, it is what it is, man. Like I said, we just gotta take in consideration the dudes, young. You know what I'm saying? And when he get older he look back, he be like, damn, I was that was some fucked up shit. But like I said, it's all about how you come off, you know, come off on a nigga. You feel me? You can't, you can't come off aggressive. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't do that. Like, come on, man. But uh, yeah, man, that shit crazy. Um, <clears throat> and other news in the entertainment. Let's see what we got going on. I'm definitely sorry. Like I said, my mind is really, I really want to just jump, jump straight in to this Nipsey situation. Uh, I'm going to keep it our way trill with you. Like, this shit is mind-boggling. You feel me? And I think that, that's, you know what? That's what we're going to do. Let, let's, let's just jump right into this, man. Um, so, March... 31st, 2019, at I believe 3.25 p.m., Nipsey Hussle was gunned down in front of his clothing store <clears throat> by a weak-ass, puss-ass, suck-ass, jerk-ass nigga. You feel me? Now, <clears throat> for whatever reason, now for whatever reason, dude did it. That's his prerogative. But you still a sucker ass nigga, man. You still a sucker ass nigga, man. But like I said, I'm I'm gonna entertain the the theory side of it. I'm gonna entertain the realistic and the possibility side of it and give you my opinion on everything. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, forgive me if it all ties in, uh, excuse me, ties into one. Damn, there been my fucking tongue. God damn. Mm. 
taste a little fucking blood. Oh, shit. <laughs> God damn. That shit hurt. But, uh, yeah, man. Uh, now, the theories are circulating that the government put a hit out on Nipsey due to the Dr. Savy documentary. Um, others feel like he, 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 a lot of people have a lot of theories, but mainly it's it's the theory that dude was sent by the government, the FBI, CIA, or the LAPD, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I want to touch on that. Um, now, I don't, I'm not a man of coincidences, you know what I'm saying? Like, I see my broad... And one of my one of my niggas in my circle, one of my rounds, at the same hotel. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, damn, what y'all, what you doing here? Like, it's not a coincidence that both of them so happen to have a fucking room that same day, the same time. Like, like, come on, man, I I, I ain't believing that shit. Like, uh, but anyway. They say dude supposedly was in a situation and prior to that situation, he was released from jail. Uh, he Two days before the shooting happened, he was released uh, from jail. Uh, now, supposedly, I guess he was, you know... Uh, testifying against, you know, the defendant or whatever. Um, so now he's being labeled as a snitch in, in, in the community. Um, so people were in the vicinity, you know what I'm saying, saying, hey, shitty cuz this dude came up and shot Nipsey because Nipsey called him a snitch and told him to get away. Um, and I'm going to tell you what trumps that here in a little bit, but okay. Now here's where the government conspiracy comes in because it's like, all right, why would a video surface immediately after he's been gunned down of some people talking, you don't even see their faces, but some people talking and they're mentioning this dude's name and the reason why he killed him. Okay. And then the media instantly, this was gang related, you know, which of course you automatically knew if they, they use this shit against us. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they, they use our culture and everything against us, you know, um, Nipsey Hussle was a part of a gang. Um, you can say he promoted violence, uh, you know, and you have videos of surface on the internet of him getting into altercations and all these different type of things that are neg- negative, you know what I'm saying, that can be shining in a negative light. Uh, so 
you know, it, it's it's like, okay, well, shit, how can we make this gang-related? Let's go get a dude who's known in the neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? Let's send him over there. We already know that there are felons that work in that, you know, plaza, and it's a no-gun zone, you know what I'm saying? I'm assuming because there's been, you know, multiple raids and the police, a lot of harassment from the LAPD in that area, you know. Um, so, you know, they they don't have guns. And, like, I'm pretty sure, I mean, the neighborhood knew this, you know what I'm saying? So I'm pretty sure they knew about it as well. Um, you know, he hired a bunch of felons. And they can't have no guns there. You know, we in our own neighborhood. Shit, you good. Like, you don't need no gun. You heard to get this money and go home to your family. You feel me? Um, so I'm guessing that's, that's the mindset that Nipsey and his business partner had. And, you know, the people around there working for him. Uh, so it's like, okay, not only did... He know how easy the the situation and the the target would be, but how comfortable he would be in the situation because he's known her. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it was it, it it was an easy thing to to make it a a gang rival or you know, some type of bad blood and all this old shit. But it's like, come on, man. That that shit, I knew from the get-go when I found out through my co-worker while I was at work, by the way, she told me Nipsey Hussle's been shot. And I'm like, man, that's instantly about to be gang-related. Okay, but if you go back a few months ago, there was a, a um, I believe, a Facebook status that went viral where a guy basically tweeted and said, man, y'all need to protect Nipsey. He's about to put out this documentary. And, um, you know, Nipsey even out his mouth said, they're going to try to kill me for making this documentary. So that's where all the government conspiracies come in. It's like, damn, this seems like a legit hit. You know, y'all only, all those cameras within that plaza, y'all give us the footage of a camera across the fucking parking lot that's blurry as shit. Come on, man. Come on, man. Like, that, 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 you're trying to cover up something. And not to mention, he was meeting with the LAPD the very next day about stopping, you know, gun, gang violence and, you know, really trying to make a difference in L.A., you know what I'm saying, in the, in the black communities. Let me tell y'all something. LAPD is known for not giving a fuck about the Latino and the black communities. They are known for not giving a fuck about them. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it, it, it's just no coincidence. Like I said, I don't believe in coincidences. Guy get out of release from jail. You know what I'm saying? So it's easy to put this man like, hey, we'll give you a deal. 
we we got a, we, we we got a hit for you. We want you to take out this person, and we'll let you. We'll drop these charges. We'll hire you. A, we'll get you a high point an attorney and Chris Darn's punk ass. We gonna get him to represent you. You know what I'm saying? We'll pay for all your attorney fees. You know, we'll send you away, put you in witness protection. And yeah, I mean, it's 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 easy. It's easy. Just like they did with Martin, just like they did with Malcolm, Muhammad Ali, all these great uh, iconic people that were that knew too much. Tupac. It's easy. Because they used our culture. It's easy to use the culture against us when we already perpetuated in it. You feel me? Alright, so that's one theory. The second theory is this dude, Cowboy. Whoever the fuck, it's his homeboy Nipsey of 16 years. Sold CDs out the trunk and then was able to buy a whole plaza. Now, in the news... This guy says, you know, shitty cuz came up, introduced himself as a rapper, and shook their hands and shook out, got grabbed his food and shook out. Cowboy went into the uh, in, into the marathon, sat his food down, and according to him, three seconds later. Nipsey was gunned down. But this was well past three seconds that all this happened. You know what I'm saying? Because Nipsey was out there talking to them dudes for at least a whole minute before Buddy walked up. You know what I'm saying? And dude walked up for about two, three seconds and then opened fire on Nipsey Hustle. You know what I'm saying? Ran off, came back, shot him again. Ran off, came back and shot him again. And that whole time, you in the fucking store, you didn't hear no fucking gunshots. The first gun, the first time you heard shots, you should have ran out there like, hold on, my dude's out there, my business partner. This guy that I've been making money with, this guy who's making a change in the community, who's making a difference, who's trying to show and pave a different way for the black culture, I need to go out there and be by his side, knowing that his bodyguards and the niggas that he out there with ain't gonna have his back like I got his back because I've been knowing this dude half my motherfucking life. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna run out there to my man's aid, just check and see if he's good. You ain't do none of that. That, that that shit that, that sounded real suspicious. And then you motherfucking go on the, the news talking like you ain't even know like dude was first of all when you spoke of dude coming up the first time shaking your hand speaking as if you didn't know this guy he was obviously known in that neighborhood, in that community, and all obviously Nipsey knew of him. You know what I'm saying? That's where the the theory of Nipsey calling dude a snitch 
gets trumped because Cowboy never mentions Nipsey calling dude a snitch and telling him to get out and not be around here. You know what I'm saying? So what was dude's purpose of shooting him? If that wasn't the conversation that occurred, if all he did was came up, introduced himself as this person, which was already known, so why would he come up and introduce himself as a person of this? You know what I'm saying? Like, that don't make no sense. So, okay. Okay, so then, fast forward. You talking about, we already know who the dude is. The only way, nigga, you would have known probably 20, 30 minutes prior to your interview about who dude was, was either A, somebody telling you, and B, looking at the cameras, which ain't no footage of, supposedly. So it's like, nigga, if you was in the store and you didn't hear the shots, or you did hear the shots and just, I don't know, froze, like, I don't, I don't, I, I just don't, it just did it just didn't add up his whole his whole demeanor, you know what I'm saying, in the videos that surfacing on YouTube and shit like that. Like you can tell dude dude just ain't sincere with it. Like I know if that was one of my niggas, bro, I'd be fucked up. I ain't gonna flex to you. I'd be fucked up. The way he died too, I'd have been fucked up, man. And as a fan, you feel me? As a fan. I'm fucked up now. I ain't in tears or nothing like that, but a nigga's like, damn, this hurt. You feel me? This hurt the culture. Like, you know, I remember when Aaliyah passed. I slightly remember when Tupac passed. You feel me? It didn't affect me as much, but I remember coming in and seeing my big sister crying, watching, uh, I believe, MTV. And, you know, they talking about Tupac and shit. You feel me? And she was sitting on the couch crying. The same, that's how the same way I found out, found out about Aaliyah. My sister in the living room crying, watching MTV. You know. So, but this right here, like I said, and then watching the video, I think that's the most fucked up thing. You feel me? Because, like I said, dude was a good dude. You feel me? Regardless of what he did on his on his days of living, dude was spreading a, a message out here. You know what I'm saying? He was making a real difference. And to be taken out the way he did was like, damn. And you as his homeboy ain't do nothing? Come on, man. Come on, man. Like I said, you either was involved or you know something, bro, because it ain't no way in hell you're going to say we already know who it is if you was in the motherfucking store. How do you know who it is if you was in the store and you didn't hear anything? And even if you did hear something, why the fuck you ain't come out? Like, that's what I'm saying. Ain't nobody, everybody showing this man love but everybody in that plaza ain't do a motherfucking thing. They could have prevented the whole thing. The dudes that he walked past as he was walking towards Nipsey. They know what that area is. They know what time it is. And they see Nipsey. 
Like, hey, yo, Nip, what, what's, hey, yo, homie, what do you want? You already know this is a no, this is a no gun zone, bro. You got kids and shit out here. Like, come on, bro. You already know what time it is. Like, ain't nobody say shit. And I don't believe the reason why he ran off was in fear that he was going to get shot at because he already knew the situation. He already knew that wasn't nobody up there strapped. He knew that whether it been from Cowboy or from the LAPD, whoever his source was, I mean, even the streets, they talk, of course. But I'm saying to know exactly when Nip was going to be there, to know exactly when Nip's bodyguard was not going to be around, and to know all these things, when and how to do it. It was one of those things I feel like dude was between a rock and a hard place. He was probably facing life. Now, this is once again a theory. He was probably facing a fucked up situation involving life or doing some real time. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, the police came to him with a motherfucking solution. Like, shit, man, you take out dude, like I said, put you in witness protection, I had you. And he was hesitant when he shot at Nick. That's why the first time he shot him was in the leg. And it was reports that, you know, the reason why dude came back is because Nipsey spoke and was like, ah, oh, you shot me, I'm good, or, you know, I'm okay or something, or whatever he said to provoke dude to, to come back. And like I said, a lot of people feel like dude ran off and was able to come back because he was like, oh, shit, ain't nobody busting at me. Let me go ahead and continue to finish out the job. No. He already knew what it was. The first time he ran, he thought he killed him. Until Nipsey had supposedly spoke. That's when he came back. And I even said, I'm like, damn, I wish Nipsey would have just had laid there and just played dead. You know what I'm saying? If he would have just laid there, bro. And you can tell once he rolled over, dude came back around to make sure Nipsey turned over and he shot him again. And then he he left and he was like, ah, shit, let me make sure this nigga's dead. And that's when he went back the third time. Now, I don't believe, I don't know if the, the uh, third or the second time was the time when he shot him in the head. Um, But he went back to finish that job. He wasn't in fear of getting shot at. Because he, like I said, he already knew the situation at hand. He knew that there was a bunch of felons and there were no guns around. There was no one to protect Nipsey. Nipsey was at his most vulnerablest moment. And who knew about that? Cowboy. Who owns the motherfucking plaza and all them video cameras? Cowboy and Nipsey Hustle. Ain't no motherfucking videos from the marathon. They're all from the motherfucking parking lot across the goddamn street. You ain't seen not all them businesses over there. You ain't seen not one camera from over there. Not one. 
And you can't tell me it's, you know, it's too graphic. Because, hell, y'all done already shown the video of him being shot. How more graphic can it get? Other than us actually seeing the faces and how clear the shit is. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's trying to hide something. That's why this shit is mind-boggling. You know. Now, like I said, these are all theories. I'm not 100% sure, you know, on what what it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, but like I said, somebody it is deeper than gang related. You know what I'm saying? That's a cover up. Like you can miss me with that bullshit. Like I'm not I'm not accepting that. Dude was too goddamn big in his community for to be taken out like that. And then in LA, like that that gang culture is real. There's levels to that shit. And you don't take out a person of Nip- Nipsey stature. You don't be you you just don't take a person out like that without having that call. Without somebody giving that okay. You know what I'm saying? Because they know what's gonna happen behind all that. You feel me? So you don't you gotta you gotta you 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 gotta make certain chess moves, you know what I'm saying? Before you can get some okay to take out a motherfucker like that. You know what I'm saying? He was a king. You can't take no, you can't do that. You can't, you cannot do that, you know? Um, so like I said, this was, in theory, definitely a hit, you know? Um, and then you look at it from a numerical, excuse me, I get tongue-tied. <laughs> But if you look at it from a, 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 a number standpoint, you know, 33, 6, 3 plus 3 equals 6. He was shot six times, rolling 6, 6, 6, 6. You know, you can look at it from an uh, Illuminati sacrifice standpoint. Um, supposedly, Lauren London's father was Jewish. Etc. Etc. I don't want to go too deep into that. Like I said, I just want to entertain the theory side of things. I trust me. I don't feel like this was uh, a sacrifice on Born London's behalf or Atlantic Atlantic Records behalf. I don't. I just. I. I don't believe that. But that theory is out there. Um, there's, like I said, a lot of people have their opinion and what they think may happen and you know it is what it is i'm i would lean so if i'm gonna be optimistic about the theories i'm gonna lean more so on the cops or cowboys setting him up before i believe that this was a bluff uh blood sacrifice you know what i'm saying like i said i would believe more so lapd or cowboy or both in conjunction had nipsey murdered um, and shitty cuz was just a pond in that puzzle and that piece. Um, and I mean, you just look at the situation who has, who has the most to gain from his death. You know what I'm saying? Who would benefit more from Nipsey being out the way? If people would analyze that, they would probably get an answer of 
who killed Nipsey and why. Because, once again, shitty cuz, which I would love to see the video of him first encountering with Nipsey and Cowboy and seeing what that was all about. Because if it wasn't no confrontation and everything was smooth sailing and dude just walked out to get his burger, why come back and shoot Nipsey? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's not that much jealousy and hate for a nigga to know that, A, he's a part of this same this same community in the same set that I'm from. Like, I can't just, I'm not ready to just take him out. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, hell no. Nah. Because I know what that's going to do between me and my peoples. And nah, I'm... I'm like I said, it's levels today. Um, but these are all theories. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I said, it, it, Cowboy, man, he, he got some explaining to do. I feel like he knows more than what he's leading to believe, uh, what he's leading to, you know, to believe, for us to believe. But dude got to come out and say something, man. He, he definitely do, man. I, we need some answers. You know what I'm saying? Um, because there's too many of our brothers and sisters just just passing. You know what I'm saying? Um, but they use our culture against us. That's why we got to change. You know, they, they use our weaknesses against us. Okay, you know, Whitney Houston, for example. We publicly knew that she had a drug problem. And how the fuck did she end up dead? A cocaine overdose. She had some wine. All this old bullshit. She basically OD'd and died. You know what I'm saying? Her daughter the same way. Once again, Nipsey was associated with violence and gangs. So how not? I mean, so the theories are not far-fetched. You feel me? They're not far-fetched at all. Um, but you want to look at it from a realistic standpoint of it was probably just a, another hating, jealous ass dude, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, that's the, the realistic side of it. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's, it's really not too much to go into on that. I mean, it's, you, you, you just don't want to believe a, that this is even real, to be honest. But B, you know, for me personally, I don't know what I would want to believe. I don't know whether I want to believe the conspiracy theories or just this being another black-on-black black, uh, black, black crime. You know what I'm saying? Another black man stopping another black man. Um I mean, because this is, it's crazy, you know what I'm saying? And it's senseless. Um, And you you don't want this to be another, get your hand out of my pocket, nigga, situations. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to think that, you don't want to believe that this is one of them. Um, You know, we got a, a very strong brother who... It's just man, like he he was on the path to doing something great, um, 
And like I said, man, it's it's just it's just tragic to to see him go out the way he did. You know what I'm saying? And to leave behind his his loved ones. You know. Um, Leaving back his loved ones, man. I send my condolences to Lauren and the kids, man. His mother and father, his brother and sister, you know, his closest friends, the ones that really, really cherished and and would truly miss him, man. The fans, you know, this is shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they holding a memorial service for him at the Staples Center. Um, you know, I hope a lot of people in that area uh, can attend. I know it's going to be a sold-out event. Um, you know, i seen, and I hope this isn't true, but i seen that, you know, these were um, free tickets to attend this memorial service. And... Um, Apparently, people are selling these tickets on eBay for four or five hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I, I really hope this isn't. I hope this isn't true. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know people are always quick, you know, to try to make a dollar, but don't try to make a dollar off of this. You know what I'm saying? Let this man and his family, you know, grieve in peace. You know what I'm saying? Without y'all trying to make a dollar off of him. You know, because if that was the case, if they wanted to make it about some money, then they would have charged, you know, the fans and the media to, to attend this. But they didn't. They wanted the fans to be able to say they goodbyes just as well as the family. You know what I'm saying? So let's not take advantage and, 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 and be that that ignorant of a, a culture to, you know, to, to, to do that, man. That that that's that's sickening, man. That's that's that fucked me up when I read that. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, like I said, I've I've been you know seeing a lot of shit this past week uh, since the death of Nipsey Hussle. Um, a lot of controversy about the vigils and um, people in different cities and communities holding these vigils. And, you know, other people uh, in these different cities and communities are saying basically how, you know, there's a Nipsey city in your own city and y'all don't support them. And that's that that's kind of true um, to a degree. But Nipsey didn't just inspire his community. He inspired other communities to do what they're doing. He inspired a lot of young black men to become more entrepreneurs and give back to their their community, which the media has overblown. You know what I'm saying? The whole notion of not wanting to go back to your hood and give back, you know, like, come on, man. That's, that's nonsense. We should always want to come back to where we were from and, and build that up and, you know, 
really vibe to blocking and and start investing in property and land, start owning some shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, because that's that. I mean, that's that's what they want. That's what they want in the industry. They want us to kill each other off so that they can buy up all the property and overprice it and you know what I'm saying continue to raise our property taxes you know because we don't own anything you know what I'm saying because we're so afraid to go back in the hood and give back and you know that's that's nonsense you know what I'm saying um it's unfortunate that it you know Nipsey got killed in his own community that he was doing a lot for you know, but that doesn't mean that you stop doing whatever it is that you were doing to better yourself and the people around you. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, we we all got to make a, a choice in life. And, you know, we got to lead by example. Um, and that's what Nipsey was doing. Now, like I said, I know that there's a lot of... Uh, People in, you know, other communities and whatnot um, that have stood up and, and fought for, you know, gang violence and, you know, try to create peace throughout their community. Um, but like I said, Nipsey did it in a way that those in the community that don't get the recognition that he has gotten. Um, they 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 haven't did it or accomplished as much as he he has. Um, and as far as the visuals go, people get held visuals, you know what I'm saying, by their loved ones. Now Nipsey was loved throughout the country, throughout the world. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, he inspired a lot of people through his music. Um, I've been listening to Dude over a little year, two years now. Um, and like I said, you know, I became a fan instantly. Um, so, you know, to lose him, I mean, and to no longer be able to hear any more of his music is like, fuck. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, his, his music did a lot for people. Um, and when you hear the interviews and how he spoke, you know, it was just like, dude was a genuine dude. And, you know, he didn't take no shit. You know what I'm saying? He, he was a stand-up guy. He was, like I said, he was 100. Um, so, like I said, man, uh, you know, you can't sit there and, and look at the people in your community like, well, they don't get no recognition, so, you know, why am I even doing this or... You know, why are people celebrating Nipsey the way they are just because he's a rapper, you know, when there's other people doing it? Like I said, there's levels to this shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, different strokes for different folks, basically, man. Nipsey, like I said, he, he, he was loved. He was loved, man. Not to say that those people in those communities aren't loved. They just don't have the platform that he had, you know what I'm saying, to, to really get that recognition, you feel me, and, and that's not Nipsey's fault, and that's not their fault, you know, um, but 
as long as we recognize the good that people are doing, whether it's locally or, or nationwide, you know what I'm saying? Um, keep supporting the community. Keep giving back. You know, keep trying to make a difference like Nipsey. You know what I'm saying? Um, and his spirit will forever, it will forever live on throughout the community. You know what I'm saying? And it will show through us going back and actually giving back and buying the properties, buying our, grandpa, our grandparents and our aunt and uncle's homes, you know, that we used to play and grow up in. You know what I'm saying? Big Mama's house. Let's let's buy the Big Mama's house back. You feel me? Um, you know we we just need to start doing a little bit more. Don't di- get discouraged because of like I said, what happened to Nipsey. Um, let's embrace it. You know, because uh, there's some brothers that are lost in our community and they need our guidance. Like I said, when I touched back on the Ti and the Kodak Black situation. That's a prime example. You know what I'm saying? It's like the blind leading the blind. You know what I'm saying? We can't... Our leaders can't be lost and expect the young generation to follow behind and follow suit. And I mean, if we're not setting an example, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we got to be able to communicate and be able to help one another. You know what I'm saying? Instead of, you know, downgrade and try to tear each other down, you know, uplift one another, you know what I'm saying, and that's what Nipsey was preaching, and that's what he was practicing, you know what I'm saying, um, you know, it, like I said, I, I don't, I don't think that the culture should buy into the whole notion of not wanting to give back, you know, um, cause we, we consist to complain about the people who do make it out, and they just leave, you know what I'm saying? They and that that's fucked up, nigga. You was broke, you know what I'm saying? Not too long ago. Now that you up, you just like fuck everybody. Like nah, you know what I'm saying? Now, I can understand you grew up in the neighborhood, but you wasn't, you didn't really affiliate anybody in the neighborhood. So you know what I'm saying? Like you just lived there, but you ain't really go and play outside with the neighborhood kids, like, you don't really know nobody, so I could understand a person of that stature who, you know, gets successful, becomes successful, and no longer go back to where he came from or where he resided throughout his adolescent years, um, but for the ones who were running around with the neighborhood kids was, you know, known throughout the neighborhood and you know what I'm saying just was heavily involved um I do feel like should be the, those should be the ones that the ones that's repping their hood and and claiming that shit those should be the ones that go back and you know open a store up and you know uh, uh buy a piece it, this whole street you know what I'm saying of some abandoned apartments and rent out section 8 homes you know what I'm saying anything, you know, um, I don't know, shit, but just like I said, just the, the notion of giving up, man, is, is ridiculous, um, but like I said, I hope everybody takes something from this, um, and 
recognize that he, he still lives through us. You know what I'm saying? His, his spirit is, is, is shining bright. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude will forever live. You feel me? Just like Tupac to this day. You know, his message and his music still resonates through this generation. You know what I'm saying? So, and this is two decades later. You know, they legacy will never die. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, he he is stamped. He's certified. He's a legend. You know what I'm saying? He went out like a gangster. You feel me? Like, dude, straight G, man. Like... You know, for whoever that was pulling the strings to this weak-ass puppet, you know, the the trigger man, you know what I'm saying? Fuck you, too. Like, to anybody that have anything to do with my man's death, like, fuck you, man. Fuck your family. Fuck all of that, man. Like, real talk. You know what I'm saying? Because you you took took away God's gift, man. You feel me? And like they say, it, it's unfortunate that we, you know, don't realize what we got until we lost it. You feel me? And this is one of those situations. You know, it's unfortunate that he went through all the shit that he went through. You know what I'm saying? To 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 be able to, I don't know. To get this this documentary out, man. It's like, goddamn, G. Motherfucker really lost for words, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit crazy, and it's been on my mind heavy. You feel me? Like, I ain't even gonna flex to you. I ain't even gonna flex to you. Like, I, you know, I've been one of those... You know, trollers, man. I ain't gonna flex. I've been watching every fucking video, man. Every video that I seen about Nipsey. You know what I'm saying? The theories video, everything. You feel me? But, you know, I'm leaning more so that LAPD and Cowboy need to be investigated. You feel me? More so Cowboy than the LAPD, but... You know, like I said, who got more to gain? Who got more to gain from this? You know what I'm saying? Who got more gain? So, you know, everybody do their research and the truth shall come out. You feel me? The truth will eventually come out. You know, it it ain't no secret. The, The truth will come out. But, you know... I just, like I said, man, I send my condolences to Lauren and the kids. And I hope we all take something from this, man. You know what I'm saying? Let that man rest in peace, man. You know, let's stop disrespecting each other and start uplifting each other, man. Let's put these guns down and, you know, really, really stand up for some shit you know and it sucks that it it takes for something this tragic to happen in the culture for us to be like this gun you know this violence needs to cease you know what I'm saying Um, I mean it's sad and and fucked up for any situation where they talking about how it needs to 
you know, get better as far as violence once violence erupts. We need to preach this shit daily, you know what I'm saying? Not just when something tragic happens, you feel me? We need to preach this shit daily so that we can prevent tragic shit like this from happening, you know what I'm saying? We lost a good brother, you feel me? Like, goddamn, this shit, man, this shit hurt, you feel me? This shit fucked up, man. And I can only imagine how Lauren and the family, man, that shit crazy. And like I said, man, we we need answers, though. We definitely need answers, man. Because, like, you know, it it, it just, it, shit ain't adding up. Shit just ain't adding up. Somebody got some explaining to do, man. Oh, man. But, uh, this is, man, the motherfucking 502 come up, man. I enjoyed y'all for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Next week, for sure, for sure, be back, Uh, you know, to all the fans, to the Hustle family, man, I, uh, man, I send my deepest condolences, man, this shit shouldn't have happened to Brody like that, man, but, you know, it's all in the plan. You feel me? Some great, some some great is gonna happen for us, man. We just gotta stick together in times like this, you know, and stay together, you know, even after the time passes. You feel me, man? Let's preach this black excellence, man. I love y'all, one hundred. Stay blessed. It's your boy Ace. The 502 come up. Get it. Yes, Lord.